Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Hey everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Guru. Mm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. And we just watched another wolf another cop. Another wolf cop. One more wolf cop, An please. An additional Thank wolf you. cop. Yeah. You got your first one, and then you got another. And then you have another one. Yeah. Wolf cop. More violence. More sex. Is that my sister? <laughs> More liquor. More explosions. More donuts. More hair. More hockey. You're a wolf. I think you're missing the bigger issue here, though. Heads where I can see him. Did we mention chicken milk? Slam a cold cow. It's really the perfect uh, title for a sequel. It really is. Uh, <laughs> and and there's a, there yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, before well before we talk about that. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you uh, do a do a thank you. I want to thank Steven. 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 Thank you so much. Uh Steven's our uh uh we just watched uh producer for this episode. Thank you so much Steven uh for I I believe Steven's the one who made us watch Wolf Cop. I would assume and it would be sure, it yeah. would be weird if Steven wasn't the same person. It would it would yeah, be a, some sort of sure uh, strange animal, if you would. Yeah, sure enough, uh, he was like uh, another wolf cop, please, and and we were like, sure, coming up. That's yeah, coming re- one other wolf cop coming up. Uh, this had had you seen this movie before? No. No, no, no. So, neither, like, un- neither have I. Yeah. So, unlike the first Wolf Cop, which I had seen a few times uh, before we did the episode, uh, this is my first time seeing another Wolf Cop. Yeah, same here. And I, I did not. I, I really liked. I mean, people can go back and listen to our review of Wolf Cop. Uh, we both really enjoyed Wolf Cop. Mm-hmm. I did not have high expectations for another Wolf Cop because it felt played out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so I guess the question is, how did you like another Wolf Cop? I didn't like it as much, but I still really liked it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. I, I I must compliment the yeah. Wolf Cop people. Here's... Because after watching this, I'm like, ah, fuck, I could watch a third Wolf and Cop. And when it probably. ends, Wolf Cop will return. I'm like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I was most impressed with uh, is the fact that there's a fucking Frankenstein in this, and I had no idea. Like, they hide it in the trailer. Yeah. So, like, when the Frankenstein shows up, I was like, of course, that, of, of course that's what you do in the second movie. Right. You start adding shit like that. Yeah. That, that is really, um, they, they do a really good job at, it's, it's, I would, I would argue it's framed a lot like most like nineties or eighties action where you start with the cold open of the bad guy mm-hmm. raising the stakes. And then it's like back to the fun and games and we're back in wolf cop. He's chasing some bad guys. Yeah. Some Christmas theme bad guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's like, it, 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 they really, they immediately took from the format of, of previous movies, like 
I don't know, your lethal weapons. And, and Tango and, and Cash. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the beginning movies, is, the beginning is also, very lethal weapon too, yeah. Yeah. And they're movies that also you always wonder like, or, well, I never did because I grew up with them, but you can look at those and be like, how do you make sequels to those, you know? Yeah. Uh, be, and that's how you do them. You, you do it villain-based. You go, and here's a new villain. Right. You treat, uh, it, you treat it almost like a, these kinds of action movies, the sequels are treated almost like a procedural. It's just like, here's a new case, you know? Yep. And we're going to add a little more. Here's yeah. a new character. Here's, yeah. here's a new weirdness. Yeah. And so they... They nail that really well immediately. Also, oh, this movie is an hour and 18 minutes. I know. Bless them. Bless, Bless them. them. They know. They know. I literally wrote an hour and 18 minutes. Bless you. That's yeah, what I wrote so, in my notes. Because I think the last Wolf Cop was like 80 minutes too. Like they know. Yeah. They know. And I think that's the the thing I wanted to... I, I didn't have high expectations going in, but I was hoping that it would at least do the thing that the, that they did so well with the first one which is that it it's it nails the tone at, perfectly as an homage without really being a parody it yeah. just it just like does that it does the 80s thing it doesn't like reference the 80s thing well, i mean it does because it's doing it but like it's not just like pointing at 80s stuff and being like isn't it cool we're making an 80s movie they just made an 80s movie Right, and it's kind of what um, the first season of Stranger Things you always, like. I always kind of praise them for is that Stranger Things is worse at this because they do a lot of references, but they also shot it yes like the thing yeah, and that was very important because I think it's easy. There's there's so many things that just will sh- like shit out references mm-hmm. and not actually like honor the references on an artistic level or right. a structural level. Right. And this absolutely, again, the first sequence when, when it's someone who's just like, it's, it's not this line, but it's someone saying like, where's that wolf cop anyway? Or whatever. Um, it's the bad guy saying like, no one can stop us. And then it's like cut to wolf, cut cop, to wolf on cop. a case. Yeah. It's shit like that where they, they do it really well. Um, on top of it, they're, they're aping that, 80s style but on top of it they're doing almost trauma they're doing like that weirdness level that you see in like it's not it's not the movies it's not the structure they're aping it's it's weirder movies it's it's more cult movies with you know a monster dick for example yeah yeah there's a little bit of that it's not as it's not as gutter as yes no not as gutter not as gutter yeah (laughs) But it like the effects are very trauma esque. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not as grotesque. Uh, but it, it it's more of of this time. It feels like more of like um, its attitude is definitely more. It's it, the personality is more of this time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got hints of like Turbo Kid or Psycho Gorman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's somebody from you know the twenty first century making an nineteen uh, eighties movie. So it's it's right. They're following their following the format and structure and you know pacing and just all the ideas they execute really well but they're doing it with the sensibility of being you know 30 years removed from it so yeah and i think the key is it, it's a comedy yeah. that's for sure yes yeah but the comedy the comedy doesn't come from the references no um it comes from the absurdities that they're adding in that are re- relatively like fresh ideas or jokes 
Um, and they're re- and so, they're they're reacting to the absurdities like a character in one of these movies would. Yeah. So it it really is like they're they're walking this very. Um, I I don't even know if it's a fine line for them because they're just doing it without much effort. Um, it's not. I mean, mind you, the humor is not my favorite humor. No, uh, not not every gag lands. For, no, but for it sure. works. It, it all works together. It is very structurally sound. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 they know exactly what they're doing. I, I felt ashamed to laugh at uh, chicken milk beer uh, and their, uh, <laughs> their model, milk. their motto slam a cold cock. It's something like that where I'm like, all right. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the, I'm the, laughing, but I don't feel good about it. Well, all the, right, the, the slam a cold cock was just like, all right. But then you have like Kevin Smith, who, by the way, is in this film as the mayor. He's in this film. He's in two scenes, and it's clear that yeah, they got him for like a day, and they I and read they, and they did it. I read it was because he was up in. This is a Canadian production. These are all Canucks. Uh, it's because yeah, he that, was. I forgot when they sing the national anthem. Yeah, it's Canada. Oh, Canada! I was like, oh God, that explains so much. Well, and then Wolf, you get a couple of a boots in there. Like Wolf Cop says, like, yeah. "What do you know of boot shifters?" Uh, um, right. But like, uh, no, I, I had read that Kevin Smith was up there scouting locations for Tusk. Ah. Um, and uh, just got involved, got hooked right. up with the production somehow. Yeah, this seems like something he'd be a fan of. Right, uh, right. And so, yeah. But anyway, he plays so, what the mayor. He's the mayor of the town. <laughs> yeah, it's very. The, fu- and he's he's just. I love it whenever Kevin Smith acts because he just acts like Kevin Smith. He acts like Kevin Smith. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and most of the time, someone like in Die Hard, they knew where to cast him, you know? Uh, it's just very funny to cast him as a mayor, and they know it's funny, because he's just not a mayor. No, <laughs> like, why would he ever be the mayor? He doesn't give off mayor energy at all. Well, but he gives off the right energy that they need, right? Because the mayor is supposed to be like a crooked schmuck, and he, he gives off that yeah. energy. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, like, it, it just works because it's Kevin Smith and it's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the the point I was making is him saying, uh, you know, I'm gonna what slam a cold cock slam or whatever. Slam a cold cock, yeah. Yeah. So that it's it's funny when you have Kevin Smith saying it with like 110 percent enthusiasm, uh, but yeah. just. <laughs> Just the base idea of chicken milk beer is such a perfect joke to me. Yes, well, it's here's so, what I, it's so repellent just in its name. Well, here's what I like about it is that it's the perfect combination of three things: chicken, milk, and beer that you just don't want. <laughs> like <laughs> together, that should never be combined. Chicken and beer, okay. Chicken and milk, sure. Not all three. What are you doing? Yeah, and and that's the other thing is that milk beer is a combination that beers do, I believe. Like Pro- a creamy beer. I'm sure. I've seen like craft, and so that's what I like it too. Is that it's a perfect escalation or or parody. This is all right. It's I want I, I do want to break this down because it's good. Is that they're not just randomly throwing words at you. What I like about it is that it feels like it, drinking local craft beer. You always get bullshit. There's always bullshit beers. Yeah. Um, and milk and beer is something I've seen together before. And so just adding chicken, chicken milk beer, uh, and, and then beers always have like weird names on top of it. Yeah. A lot of them have like rooster something in the name. So it's, it's kind of the perfect name. Uh, they they nailed it. They nailed yeah. it with that because it really is a good parody of like 
of, of like, like local microbreweries. Yeah. Microbreweries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and it, it, it's chicken milk. Yeah. It's also, it, it, they love doing this, but it, like it, it's, it also reflects the town where it's like, yeah, this is like, uh, this is like, uh, we drink like the Canadian equivalent of black label here, which might actually just be black label. Um, like we drink like the shitty watery beer around here, not that craft shit, yeah. you know? Uh, and it, it works really well for that, uh, that little like juxtaposition, uh, and that conflict <laughs> and just having the villain, the villain makes is, is like a craft microbrewery. <laughs> like he, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. It's I, one of the things, <clears throat> These so film dumb. these filmmakers uh, are are actually quite good at what they do. Um, yeah, it's that's the thing. They're not just lobbing things out to be random. Yeah, they're they're doing the work. They're thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. It's you know it's low budget, and you you see it. You know you you can see some seams here and there. Like the acting's a little shaky, and there's some sets or or, or props or effects where you're like, well, that doesn't you know. Um, yeah. But. Uh, like the film itself um is is just ah man i it's just really well done um and one of the things uh to that point that really stuck out to me is that they don't bother to recap the first film no not at all uh they just uh, no need there's no need and that's they're absolutely right it's it's like it's like tim burton's batman uh in a weird way uh where it just kind of starts and it's like you don't you don't need the origin up. you don't need batman's origin you know who batman is let's go like right. it just it, so we don't they they already know that nobody's gonna come into another wolf cop without having watched wolf cop so it's like or without carrot without like not caring right you're, like, not, you're not gonna casually watch another wolf cop it's you're only only fans of the first wolf cop will watch yeah. the second wolf cop so uh it it it, it was just it's seemingly minor choices like that and they are that's a, that is a we we bring it up a lot it's not like mind-blowing it's just it's very basic but it it's it's work that doesn't get done a lot so it, it's just very refreshing to see filmmakers uh on a on a very independent level just doing the fucking work uh yeah. to make a tight movie that is uh, doing the things that they want it to do without losing focus or like you said lobbing a bunch of random shit at you uh it's it's just very well done it's it's very impressive in a lot of ways yeah because they also know all right we're working on these limitations we we it's gonna naturally look campy just because of our budget limitations yes uh that there's definitely stuff that they could have done better um i actually the thing that popped out at me uh immediately was i thought the cinematography was a little uh shaky at times um not in the sense that like it's well lit it's it's standard it's more that it's very standard it's um the part where they're cutting between like the chief talking to the other cop and the truck fight at the beginning and you know those two things are going to intersect um there's some framing there which i i thought was felt very off it's little things where like they could have visually set some stuff up a little better I noticed. Um, I noticed that uh, that felt a little more like the editing was a little wonky in that scene. Yeah. Well, it's stuff. Yeah, the editing was wonky there, but like 
where they're setting up an idea where it's like we know the truck is going to show up because they're talking about wolf cop being like reckless mm-hmm. they keep cutting to the truck down the street they're next to the street inevitably these two things are going to intersect the way they're cutting back and forth but they're shooting them it's almost like it was too much editing they kept doing these back and forth shots between the two characters and like they never really like foreshadow the road in a visual way uh and it just it almost felt like those two scenes weren't originally made to be intersecting like that like shot that way um and it's very subtle and it's nothing it's not a big deal um it just felt like yeah there was a little there was a little bit off yeah uh, Um, yeah yeah there's and those were things that weren't budget limitations was like you could have thought this out a little more uh but yeah that's 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 fair and i did i did flag that scene and it's because some of the it's because they're doing a gag where she's the chief is saying we'll say something and then it'll cut back to wolf cop in the car and he will do something that is in that reflect like it reflects what she just said like she'll say we'll get a leg up and it cuts to wolf cop ripping some guy's leg off but those the timing on that was wasn't always uh consistent so uh, you know like i did flag it felt like yeah it felt like they never had the truck for those shots like i would have liked this two shot where the road is between them and you can see the truck slowly coming as they're talking you know something like that yeah we needed a little more geography in that sequence but like the interior of the truck you can absolutely tell is just like some plywood in a a curtain like it's like yeah okay um it's perfect but they do some other stuff that's really clever like when they um oh that uh, to, to get around it like when they set frankenstein on fire in the strip club obviously they don't have the budget to completely set a man on fire right um but they found a clever way to shoot and edit around that uh so there's they for every wonky editing thing there's like a clever thing that they do to get around their budget yeah and it also it's not like i mean this stuff does matter but it's not like it hurts it ultimately like ruined the film or anything um and it's not why i'm watching another wolf cop no but uh, it's nice like that's what separates the 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 care and attention and uh specificity just the fact the level of work that they're doing in in a in a movie like wolf cop and another wolf cop is what makes them it's what sets them apart from the the bullshit asylum movies, like Three Headed oh, Shark. Oh, for sure. Like those movies are thing. just shat out with yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. Ultimately, it's all um, uh, it works. It's all it's all yeah, pretty damn entertaining. Um, and you don't notice too many problems like that. Uh, no, and I like that they didn't. They didn't. Um, for the most part, they didn't do this. Just rehash the same gags. Yeah, um, they, they really. They, they didn't really. Uh, they, uh, yeah. they do do the sex scene again, but it's like it's good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's they really knew, good. They knew they needed they to escalate them. <laughs> like that's that's the thing. Holy um, shit! That sex scene. Oh yeah, and that's maybe the only time. I think that's they the only one. A gag. Yeah, that's the only time where they rehash a gag, but they 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 one up it like they they go further right. with it because they know they here's, have to. Yeah, and here's the other thing on top of that is that that reflecting the genre they're doing, which is like a lethal weapon type. Like this is not this. They're the genre they're not they're aping is not a monster genre. No, it's lethal weapon. It's, yeah. It, like it's the, rogue the, renegade cop. The poster, like, that's what it is. the poster of this movie is the is is a goof on the poster of Cobra. 
Right. It's it's him doing the cobra pose, and it's even the same tagline. And by doing the sex scene again, or another sex scene, they change the music. They don't do the same musical gag. Um, and it just, and of course it's silly. It's done silly. But like you think of movies like that, like, yeah, they always have like a new romantic interest. All those movies, like those movies will repeat the same beats as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's one of the beats that it would, uh, uh, like repeat. And so they repeated it as well. So it works for me. Um, yeah, no, it was smart. Like it was, it was a good way to do that. It wasn't like watching Austin Powers gold member. Yeah, it was not like watching Austin Powers Goldmember. That's true. Oh man, should we should we say what the plot is? Like, I, mean, I don't know if it it's matters. Wolf Cop. But... It's it's this. It's another reptilian dude is is coming to the town in the guise of a microbrew self help guru type guy, uh, and they're putting basically the the reptilian aliens from the first film can't reproduce on Earth. We learn so they're putting some sort of goo. They're putting their space goo. And to the chicken milk beer. Um, yeah. Uh, and I guess that's that could be like a, a, a goof on like sperm, like it's cock milk. Um, ah, yeah. But uh, so they drink, everybody who's drinking this, this new microbrew, they have this device that they're going to set off at the grand opening of the brewery slash hockey arena. That's going to hatch all the reptilian eggs inside people and they're going to burst out. And then the world's going to be taken over by aliens. Or at least the town. Yep. The town will be taken over by aliens. Yeah. It's oddly low stakes. Um, well, it doesn't I mean, need to but, be. I mean, but, it, it, yeah, this, I the stakes just need to be this, like... Well, it's, again, this town is, like, it's ground zero for the occult. Right. <laughs> it's a town of, like, 2,000 people, if that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like... It's and, and it's just ground zero for the occult and, and aliens and, and everything, yeah. Yeah, so we start back up with our old friend Wolf Cop. In his awesome, like, 80s, he's living out of an animal shelter, which is a great idea. Yeah. He's listening to 80s metal and, and like, has, like, hot chick posters. Like, it's very, like, gritty Ninja Turtle, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's not wearing pants. We see his dick yeah, we see pretty his, immediately. We see his wolf, wolf cop dick, dick yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's still, like, just a ridiculous drunk. That never changes. No. Uh, they all are. Everybody. Pretty much, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I, the, uh, oh, yeah, and then Willie comes Willie back. Willie comes back, yeah. That was, that was... I, I, enjo- I enjoyed the line, uh, they penetrated me with gusto. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy, of course you bring him, like, even though he turned yeah. out to be an evil shapeshifter and got killed in the original movie, of course you bring him back because he's uh, the right best person. It. Yeah. Yeah, they write around it because he they the way it's like he was abducted yeah. and then turned into the shapeshifter. So this is the non shapeshifter Willie. Right, they replaced I, him with a shapeshifter. Yeah. Um it's so weird to laugh at like an alien anal probe joke. Um uh, it's just it's, they, it's the line and the way he delivered like this this actor's yes, delivery is thing, killer. Is they're really good at like that's that's where it is where like the humor doesn't or the, the, the um broad idea of uh, some of the jokes um i didn't expect to find funny but then they do the flashback and when they're probing him he goes oh oh that's kind of nice <laughs> yeah, he's just well he's so matter of fact and about again, it he's like they yeah, penetrated me with gusto <laughs> it, it's the it's all in the delivery yes. it's all in the delivery yeah. um 
stuff like the bad guy's name is Sydney Swallows, and the news reporter just pauses after saying it it's a ver- for everybody to enjoy <laughs> it's it. It's a very long pause. It's very yeah. weird, <laughs> but it was yes. it, it made me laugh out loud. I will say, yeah, exactly. It's it's almost entirely in getting the right take. He watches his tv and he's laughing at a guy telling another person he has cancer wait so you'll, yeah the, and like, then he says you also have you AIDS. also have aids and, and then again, wolf cop is just laughing his ass off ridiculously i can't yeah. stress enough in extremely childish jokes yeah that are that are working yeah um again the slam a cold cock it's yeah, like it's yeah. the club the club name is Club Fuck. Spelled P H U C Q U E. They just say Club Fuck, and there's a there's a stupid <sighs> recurring joke where everybody when they keep using walkie talkies and radios to talk to each other, but every time you're with a character who's listening to another character speak over the radio, it sounds like Charlie Brown adults. Like it's it's in it's, it's yeah you it's unintelligible, but like everybody <laughs> understands it perfectly. It's a real dumb joke, but it, I don't know. It just, cause like every now and then they'll go, they'll go a little wacky with it. Like they'll have, you know, normally it's just like the Charlie Brown, like, and then like, yeah, okay. I understand you. But every now and then, like they'll make like a weird noise, like, and she'll be like, yeah, that's right. I'll be right there. It's so dumb. It's so incredibly dumb. Um, it, it, it's, but it's but, but it, it's 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 done with care and intent and like it's not just dumb for the sake of dumb you know what I mean like it's not it's not constantly the weird noises over the radio think, it's just like every I now think, and then you know what I mean yeah what I'd compare it to is something like the broken lizard humor which is that it's childish but they're really good at it yes yeah uh that's I think my favorite like. I would love these two to get together. <laughs> like that would be pretty great. Because yeah. it is, it's about that same. It really is. It does have a real. Like, it's very dumb. It's it's just yeah. Blunt force impact of jokes. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith talking about a porn he's seen called the Cunt, Cunt for Red October. October, and then he's like, no, and then seeing nobody really likes that word October. October, <laughs> and it's like that's such a dumb joke that I'm laughing at right now. And you know that's just uh, Kevin Smith because it's like one of his things is coming up with funny porn parody titles. Yeah, so yeah. like that's just him saying shit. Right. Um man. Yeah, it, it I do get like a club dread vibe from this. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, where it's it's such a weird it, 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 I think it goes back to the David Zucker stuff, but it's actually like a little it's it's almost a, a little more complex. It is. Where David Zucker is is dad jokes. David Zucker well, is very much dad jokes. And David and Zucker, this, does a, there's a lot of non sequiturs. Yes, but it's almost entirely, it always comes down to execution. Yeah. Um, and nothing, and that's, oh, go ahead. Oh, and that, it, that, that's really, it's really difficult because I'm sure a lot of these movies, they probably read really bad on the page. Like, yeah. the, the scripts are probably like, you really kind of have to be, it's like sketch writing. Like you have to be part of the group of people, uh, and you know kind of how the jokes are. Exactly. Go. Ex- like any time we would do, uh, just um, like cracked sketches, for instance. Yeah. Like you'd get like uh, somebody, somebody like uh, like Michael. Like he he'll edit his words down so there are very few words on the page, but you just you know that he's gonna do it because you know 
what he's like as a performer. So like on the page, like I don't know about this, but then you give right. it to the performance, and like and then it's, yeah, and then it's fucking hilarious. So it's like yeah, uh, yeah, I totally see that. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of like it's his expressions mm-hmm. or it's the tone. Yeah. yeah. And there's a and or sometimes it's the cinematography itself. Oh, that's um, right. I wanted to mention that because you had mentioned the cinematography gets a little wonky, but then you had mentioned the lighting. I think the lighting does a lot for this movie in terms of maintaining the homage that it's supposed to be. Like it's oh yeah, it's, I can see that. the lighting is really good in a lot of the scenes because it's just it's lit like an eighties action movie, but kind of yeah, like which is kind of like a grimy eighties action, like Cobra. Like the one that yeah. they're referencing on the poster. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, very important. Yeah, um, the lighting is really important, especially in low-budget movies. Um, yeah, and we talked about this, I think, in the first movie, uh, the first uh, uh, podcast. One of the things they don't do, which I feel like actually they could have done in a very subtle way, is they don't intentionally degrade like the format it's shot on digital and it looks clear yeah it would be i think there's there would be an instinct to add like film grain to a movie like this yeah um i actually would have enjoyed this shot on film uh with a like where again not trying to add it but a little grit in the frame would have been kind of cool but Again, I it's it, ultimately it's better that they didn't like try to grindhouse it up and add that stuff in post. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think it would have hurt the movie, but but I think I I agree with I, I basically I'm a long-winded way of saying that I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would have yeah, been yeah, yeah. it would have been cool. Uh, I don't think it would have hurt the movie to have it there. It wouldn't have felt like like it was like one of those try-hard movies that just doesn't do this well. Yeah, um, so I was gonna say to. Uh, off the Zucker thing, this movie is very, it's less of just throw in whatever. Cause like the Zucker movies will have a premise, but there'll be jokes in there that are uh, from anything, every genre, pop culture, like they're just hodgepodges of just whatever, yeah. whatever gag we want to throw into this scene. Whereas uh, a movie like Wolf Cop, it's more about, it's still wacky and zany, but it's more, all of the humor has to be in universe. Yeah, well, I think I think there's a yes. It's definitely in universe. It all fits the tone. I think movies like this and Super Troopers, they all get one like random ass joke. Um, uh, uh, and in this case, I I I believe it is Organo. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Organo, and you play the organ. That's fucked up. <laughs> why, why the fuck aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> There's just the hockey game at the end. There's an organ player who is just makes no sense. He's working for the bad guy, so he fits in the world. Like it's like, oh, he's a henchman of the bad guy. He's who an has, al- he's, elaborate... he's a he's a reptilian shapeshifter. Yeah, yeah. But the the like <laughs> the gag of him being called Organo, and then when he's confronted, it's revealed that he's not wearing pants. And then when um, Willie kills him, he says, it's time to die, you strange animal, which is a great line. Well, the the, the song is the, of the movie is Strange Animal. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, it's it's like an internal reference. But yeah, it's yeah. it's the song that plays both during the sex scene and during the end credits. And it's kind yeah. of a banger. That's another thing. Yeah. is Because the, the first Wolf Cop also had like its own 80s song that was good. Like it was, because it wasn't, it wasn't them making like a joke 80s song it was like they just made an 80s song like in earnest yeah it's also (laughs) understanding what 
part of 80s like in the there's a twisted sister song in this the oh come all the faithful yes yes and it's like that's exactly where you where you're aiming you're you're hitting it yeah you know exactly what you need um and yeah that's the that's the ending credit song like perfectly encapsulates it, like it's, the whole film yeah it sounds like it was written by stan bush yeah and you uh, like he's still out there making music by the way he put out an album last year and it sounds like fucking stan bush from the 80s <laughs> so like it's still possible <laughs> to write this music without it being a parody uh, even though it is like it's 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 funny but like it's the i think we talked a lot of, uh, in the last episode so i won't need to rehash you know us discussing the difference between homage and parody but this movie and everything about it is like such a good homage yeah um it doesn't mirror any scene any specific scenes no it mirrors the overall vibe of one of these movies yeah while adding a wolf cop well, like that's a fucking wolf cop in there well because you're starting from the idea like i was thinking about that because i was like man it would be fun to make one of these but what would i do and it's like well you would start with like well what's the hero what's a cool archetypal hero you can do weird shit with and then like invariably you land on something like robocop and it's like okay well i can't do robocop what do i do werewolf cop Right, but I actually think RoboCop, it's funny, I don't even think about RoboCop in comparison to this film, because you're right, it's half cop, half blank, Mm -hmm. but I actually think the use of a wolf, again, is not a random choice, because if you go back and you think about something like Lethal Weapon, the idea is you're out of control. Yes, he's a loose cannon. You can't control yourself, you're a loose cannon. So yeah, it's literally just someone who can't control themselves Mm -hmm. half the time. Yeah. Uh, and the other half, they're like a depressed alcoholic. And they're also kind of <laughs> like, like RoboCop leans more into this, obviously, uh, because yeah. RoboCop is satire. Um, yeah. But like a lot of these uh, loose cannon 80s action cop heroes are basically slashers. Yes. So, yeah. So the werewolf, of course, fits perfectly into that. Yeah, he shows up. He kills everyone. He kills everyone. Uh, they're, and and they're just the like chief is like, you shit. did it again. Yeah. yeah, wolf cop. Yeah, uh, and yeah. so it it just fits so well with the werewolf mythology. Yeah, uh, and plus, like it's, werewolves, it's a, just to me, are intrinsically hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, they're big walking dogs. It's just a they're big stupid dog, and there's all this lore around it. As I don't know, it's just a werewolf doing mundane day to day activities is extremely funny to me. Like a werewolf brushing its teeth, I'm gonna laugh my yeah. ass off. I'm gonna giggle like an idiot. <laughs> I love that they had the term lichen lawman. Oh, it worked. Where she says, ah, that whole bit with Willie's sister, where he takes her. Yeah, he takes he takes him he takes a wolf cop to his sister's house because she's like also into the occult. Um. And uh, she says something like, he's alike. And he's like, yeah, he's also a werewolf. <laughs> so fucking dumb. But they start snorting Moonrock to like restore his abilities. Uh, yeah. And she crushes up. It's a stupid ass line, but it's delivered so well. Actually, it's not a stupid line. It's actually pretty well written. But she yeah. gives him a, she she crushes up the Moonrock and lets him snort it. And Willie's like, are we sure that's a good idea? Because I know at the very least he can't afford that. <laughs> yeah. I really love that. When he thinks it's cocaine. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is a great line. It's a solid line, um, you know, because you could have just because you could have just been obvious about it and been like, "Hey, is right. that cocaine?" But no, you, you you get. But that's that's where it reminds me of something like Broken Lizard, where it's yeah. that they it's it's not just I, I it's 
it, it's unfair to boil it all the way down to the performances. They have good dialogue right. or good phrasing too. Right. Stuff like like Wolf Cop starts sleeping with the sister because spoilers, she's also a werewolf. She's like a were cat. Yeah, she I has, guess she so. has a tail and makes cat noises. And her oh, name yeah, and right. her name is Cat. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. She's a were cat. She's a were cat. Um, so. And then Willie later says he just laid the good wood into my sister. (laughs) And it's lines like that where it's like, instead of, oh, bro, you just fucked my sister. They found a fun way to say it. Yeah, it's the idea is kind of obvious and and lowbrow. Like, hey, what if if they snort a moon rock like cocaine? But the yeah, the way (laughs) they introduce the idea and and talk about it is is what sets it above uh, other comedies that would make that would have the same premise, but not execute it as well. Yeah, then they extend the moon rock at one point. He's like, he fights a hockey team. That's the thing that happens. He fights a hockey team of like zombie Frankensteins. Yeah, yeah, of course he does. And then he gets fucked up and he mixes it the rest of the moon rock with alcohol. And he's like, you know what? You're drinking moonshine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah. I was right there. It was because it was this old bum drinking it out of a mason jar. So it's obviously that's what it is. But you don't connect it until you say, you're drinking moonshine. I was like, oh, fuck you, movie. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He is drinking moonshine. Yeah. Um, And we haven't talked about, um, I forget what he calls him. The the evil Willy, bad oh, evil Willy. bad Willy. Oh <laughs> bad my Willy. god, that little puppet. Yeah, and this is the, this is the that and the Frankenstein. Like they know to add, like raising the stakes in a sequel like this is a lot of just we're gonna add more weirdness, more weirdness. So, yeah, yeah. He um, uh, a Willy comes back and it, he I think does he drink the beer? I assume. Uh, um, and he bursts like a little if for some reason his little shapeshifter that bursts out of him takes a second and it's just like looks like a penis that's coming out of his torso that he talks and it, to and it has a little mustache and it speaks with his voice and the eyes the eyes they the eyes it. move it's, it's so fucking it's a funny terrifying puppet um and it works really it's well it's very funny no i he doesn't actually drink the beer at that baby I think we're supposed to assume was implanted in him when they penetrated him with gusto. Right. Not that it ever matters. No, it doesn't matter, but I think that's how they explain why it doesn't just immediately turn into a a reptilian. Right. And it it does later. And it's kind of, it's like fighting wolf cop only it's, it's Lou in in his human form and it's like biting him and Willie has to shoot it and he's aiming the gun and he's like, I can't man. He's my little dude. Yeah. (laughs) So he hands the gun to his sister and she just blows it away. Yeah, they have like a little bit of a bonding, but not really. Not really, yeah, because that's as sad as he gets. He just says, I can't, he's my little dude. And hands the gun yeah. to somebody else. <laughs> Which does amount to the uh, the level of bonding they had. Yeah, so that's like, it. That is entirely yeah, they, they it. They might have gotten along at yeah. some point. I don't know. <laughs> oh, this goddamn movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's what it is. It's, yeah. It's. I think, uh, you know, if you didn't like the first Wolf Cop for whatever reason, which is, you know, it's like sure. yeah. David Zucker or the Broken Lizards, it's like, you know, you know, some things, they, it just doesn't work on people and that's fine. Um, then you're not, you know, it's not going to work for you this time. A lot of this felt like it was like, I, no, I don't want to, a lot of it feels like um, they had, it, it was like stuff that they couldn't fit into the first movie, you know? Where it's like this is either for budget reasons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know it's it's 
I don't know. Like we said, it's not going to capture the magic of the first movie, but I do think cause when they're faced with a sequel and they do something like this, it's like I, I it really restored my faith. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, so they know they know where they need, how they need to extend what is essentially one joke, um, but that they've turned into not that, you know? Right. It's Well, because it's not. Because... The jo- it's not one joke. It just feels like it could have easily right. been. The joke, the joke is the entry point for audiences, yeah. where it's like Wolf Cop. Isn't that funny? But then you get into the movie, and it's because it's homage rather than trying to parody anything specific or just like a random basket of of random jokes. There, you can just it's endless. You can just continue making a comedy horror movie that is in that genre. You know what I mean? Like it's just. There, yeah. There's endless jokes. It's just however, because there's there's endless things to kind of uh, just different well, tropes and and storylines and stuff you can kind of do as an '80s action movie. There's yeah. I think what the smart move was, and I forget what I actually thought about this in the first one, is the shapeshifters, the lizard people in the first one. That's that's actually I think what makes this work. Is that had the first one just been like drug dealers, um, I think they actually would have had a problem. Yeah, escalating. They would have had to introduce more in this one. The fact that they've the wolf cop is the entry point to the reveal that this town is paranormal. Yeah, that there's shit going on. It it, it works really well because it also using the alien or the lizard people. Um, there's less rules to them, so you can get just a lot weirder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it all just sort of meshes together in this way where you're like, it's weird that I'm following what's happening. It's it's well, like, it's weird that like this all makes enough sense. They have, because I think another benefit of, of doing like the weird occult stuff um, is that they don't over-explain anything. And that's, that's no, yeah. something that a lot of movies think they need to do, but don't actually. We don't need a bunch of mm-hmm. rules. We just need a couple of basic things and that's it. Just whatever we yeah. need to understand what's happening in the story. Um They know they're not going to win any awards for stories. No. Um, and they don't you know, and none they, of the characters I felt particularly attached to. Um but that's again, it's it's same with kind of Broken Lizard where they're not going for emotional arcs. They're going for very basic character arcs. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, and um, that's fine. Yeah, and they they have the sense that they should never have a scene where somebody sits down and just drones on and on exposition about the shapeshifters. We don't need that. All we need to know is that they're evil alien shapeshifters. Yeah, Um, it's fine. And, um, oh crap, there was one more point I wanted to make and it's it's, uh, fled my mind. (laughs) Oh no. That's okay. Oh, you can actually, uh, this is related to um, some of these feel, some of this movie feels like it could maybe be discarded ideas from the original script. Um, you can definitely see that they do have a little bit more money this time around because they are able to get more impressive locations. Yeah, that's true. Like the finale um, of the first film takes place in the woods. Uh, right, and this one is a hockey in arena. In a with hockey lots arena with like a bunch of extras. Yeah, still not that many. Still not uh, that many. Uh, there's, like, there's maybe not 50, that, but that like... Not big of a budget, but like still, yeah. that's a, It's a bona fide hockey. It looks like a real hockey arena, yeah. you know? And they get it's very funny that it's a, a brewery over a hockey or under a hockey arena. Sure. <laughs> it's like that shit didn't make any sense, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. 
and you know they get the the club fuck they get they have a they have a little club yeah, yeah. you know so they, they they were able to ex- expand it a little bit had a little bit more more uh impressive locations this time around yeah so that was yeah cool. for sure it's uh yeah it's a lot of fun man yeah uh it, it's you know again if you like the first one you're gonna like the second one which is actually good news because the first one is short and so when you think about the short length it's like it is because it's like get in get out there's we don't need to explore this too much so you wonder like well how do you add another movie right they figured it out yeah you might think that because the first one it was short that like oh well they they rode this idea as long as they could well nope (laughs) there's more you can do with it it really is that thing where like like they it's not just the one joke. Mm-hmm. It could have easily been a short film that's just the one joke. And the fact that they figured out how to not do that uh, is very smart. And they did it in the easiest way, which is like, it's again, going back to like Broken Lizard or David Zucker, you keep the arcs really simple. You do, oh, there's a bad guy. It's not complicated. You know, like they have henchmen. They have to, they have to beat the bad guy. Bad guy beat movie over. Yep. Um. The, 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 the secret is in the humor, and the, so again, if you like the humor, it works. If you don't, it doesn't work. Uh, simple as that. You're not watching this film for any other reason. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, li- I liked it. Yeah, it's fucking sweet, man. Yeah, it is. I liked when he ripped the guy's skin off like it's a hockey brawl. Yeah, he did. During the hockey match. Yeah. <laughs> or ho- hockey match, he... Uh, like like from behind like like happy gilmore ripping that guy's shirt off it's yeah it's the hockey but it's fight his when flesh. you pull a yeah. shirt over their head except he pulled yeah. the guy's flesh over his head yeah <laughs> they, they, they really they really figure out all the all the angles yeah uh, and i appreciate <laughs> he that. punched his arm through the one the the getaway driver and starts punching him in the face <laughs> i like when they look in the truck and there's a single eyeball <laughs> amongst amongst the viscera i always love a single eyeball because it's like i don't i don't know how that would have happened yeah <laughs> but, but uh, uh i'm down i'm down for it it's like in jaws what the fuck happened to his eye yeah the shark bite yeah, it out the shark pluck <laughs> it out what the fuck is going on there who cares was that a separate in- like right. injury was a different fish in there yeah <laughs> oh one of the lines i really liked because there's like the rookie cop who dies yeah um i like him before he dies uh i i don't want to die not on my birthday um i just like that like because it's like oh what does that <laughs> even mean yeah it's just uh, the reveal that it's his birthday <laughs> it's very funny to me uh such stupid fun yep yeah. oh man all right that's all I have to say yeah, about I think another that's, Wolf Yeah, I think that's a sewed. I think we've done it. I think we've done it. We've, um, we've, we've, we've accomplished uh, uh, what was expected of us. Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, yeah, I also think, I, I think we did a great job, Tom. We did. We, did an, we did, really did an excellent job. We did an excellent job. Explaining this movie and why it works and who it would work for. Uh, we did it. Yes. Um, Steven, thank you so much. Um, Oh, always a pleasure this was this really was a pleasure an hour and 18 minutes i mean come on ah it's breezy uh, perfect that's great. perfect that's way to great. start my day i woke up i watched this movie i was like mm. Mm, yeah i'm ready uh, just, for the day just just uh, just had a had a had a had a had a bop in my step <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so this was through our patreon if people are interested they can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed uh for five dollars a month you get three 
exclusive podcasts, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama. Those are all on there. Uh, we also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Uh, we, we, we do a bunch of stuff, so you, you can go check that out. We also have a store. Uh, head on over to GameFleetEmployed.com. You will find the complicated link to our Teespring store. Uh, mm. It's a new storefront. Um, you can get t-shirts um, and, and other stuff. I think stickers, mugs, maybe masks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's stuff. Posters. There's stuff. We, got some, we, got some, we got some cool posters. Check it out. It's, we we yeah. got all kinds of stuff in there. Yep. Oh, also, uh, looks like I brought a knife to a wolf fight. <laughs> <laughs> great line solid line yeah oh, how man. did you not have that in there nope that's like the first day one of script writing yeah so obviously you, 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 write, you write that down that's that's the first that's the first post-it note on the board is yeah. this is going somewhere <laughs> yeah it's gotta go somewhere <laughs> <laughs>